It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Up, lay it down just like Matt Amari. Rexing liver half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party. Mula Rick Flair, huh? Showing out like Bianca Belair, huh? Best podcast, flush it in the air, huh? Bummer rings and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw em up, lay it down just like Matt Amari. Rexing liver half ups, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth, and with me, as always, my tag team partner, my co-host, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how are you? I'm thrilled, Mari. I'm thrilled for what's coming up. I'm thrilled to mix two of my favorite pieces of media into yes. one. So with like, let's let's get into it. Yes, to not only celebrate the premiere of Survivor 46, but also us moving to a new YouTube channel. Today, we're going to be doing something very, very special. Yes, uh, going forward, you can find the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash at Wrestling Rehab Up. So that's mm-hmm. youtube.com uh, slash at Wrestling Rehab Up. Yes. Um, and of course, you can always still find us in our, our YouTube, our uh, podcast feed by going to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed in order to subscribe to uh, wherever you get your podcast. But Matt, are you excited about our new YouTube page? Look, Mari, I'm I'm really excited. Um, already it's cool to see. We have a few subscribers. If you are not mm-hmm. yet subscribed to our YouTube, of course, go to youtube.com slash at wrestling we're half up. Support mm-hmm. us, show us some love, Please. tell a friend mm-hmm. to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe. This is gonna be good. This is Mari, it's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, that's it all is. I, that's all I just have to say. <laughs> Yes, please, please go subscribe, go like, go share, all of that. Every Mm. little thing counts and helps. So as we all should know, both Matt and I, and I'm sure a lot of people who are watching this right now are Mm. huge Survivor fans. And we just watched the season premiere of Survivor 46. Mm. And man, that was a great premiere. And as I'm watching Matt, I'm like, there yeah. are a lot of huge characters mm-hmm. on this beach uh, this season. What did you think about some of the uh, characters we saw? So we'll we'll get into it. But I, yes. with certain people, I was just seeing some of my favorite wrestlers in them. Like yeah. we, we have wrestler brains, so we can't help but uh, see wrestlers and different people. I mean, just give me like a hair color and some tattoos and I'm immediately like, okay, that's Lita, right? So like, I'm just, I am, uh, I was thrilled to see it. I love this cast. I mean, I've loved all of our new era casts personally, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm really glad that it's a fun gamer cast. And 
that we could also just like talk about uh, some of the people they remind us of in a good hearted, fun way. Uh, we barely yeah. know these people at this point, but excited to so. kind of try to break them down. Yes. Yeah, so today we thought that we would do a Survivor 46 uh, cast comparison. So we are going to mm -hmm. uh, talk about some of the castaways and we're going to compare them to some of our favorite wrestlers in order to kind of also talk about their game so far. We just saw the premiere. It was a two hour premiere. And we I think we got a lot of um uh, information about how a lot of these players are going to play and we use what information we have to compare them to some of our favorite wrestlers so if you um if you are excited about this if you want a little bit of uh, more context of survivor through the lens of people who watch wrestling stick with us and um let's have some fun comparing some castaways to wrestlers so yeah. i'm ready matt oh are you gosh. ready Am I am I ready? Oh my gosh! Is that a, a DX Shawn Michaels and Triple H reference? Or, or are, you, <laughs> are you? I ready? think I'm ready to dive in. But yes, I really hope I'm like I'm excited for the people we talk about to see this to react to it. Uh, hopefully, we don't do you too dirty. And yeah, this is wrestling with Survivor 46. Yeah, but Mari, mm -hmm. are you ready? Are you ready? For right. the first survivor that we could talk about and the first yes. wrestlers. Okay. Yes. Who's up so, first? So the first person up, and before I even share this, I just want to give the context that beforehand, Mari and I individually, separately thought of wrestlers yes. to compare each of these people to. So here is what we came up with for our first contestant. Yes. The first contestant Banu. is Banu. Yes. Yes. And so Mari. for me, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Banu hits the beach and he is just ecstatic. He is like full of energy. I love his story about becoming a U.S. citizen and then immediately applying, applying to Survivor. Banu was one of those characters um, in Survivor 46 that really like touched me i was i was mm. so happy to see him on this his his energy was very infectious mm -hmm. and because his energy was very infectious because he seemed to click with a lot of the people on his tribe i said that he is sammy zane the underdog from the underground the original <laughs> baby face sammy zane from like nxt i think that just works perfectly with banu's like exuberance to be on this island i so i really like that and one thing i like throughout this is that we came up with for the most part very similar or adjacent people we had similar thoughts yeah so with banu i was thinking watching this episode banu's over the top excited a huge mm -hmm. fan like a, a super fan, fan to nerd mm -hmm. proportions we love that like that's what <laughs> yeah. we are all about within yeah. rhap and the wrestling rehab upright and also just this underdog story like he talks about yes. going from like slum dog to survivor mm -hmm. and sammy Zayn did actually come to mind for me but where i landed it was Johnny Gargano and it's because he is you know not the tallest wrestler not the biggest one he has a ton of that energy and passion that he brings for wrestling that's why he's called Mr. Wrestling mm -hmm. but you know I also think the other thing with him is just this underdog who can't be stopped 
But at the same time, you could picture him like backstage playing video games or doing whatever <laughs> he's doing, just like that, that quirkiness of it. So I I think that Sami Zayn and Jar- Johnny Gargano are two really good options here. I don't think there's a bad one within this, Mari, but yeah. could you see it? Could you see it with Johnny? I oh I definitely can. I I I completely understand your your pick and your thought process here because it's just that never say die attitude. Like Banu mm. just has that he exudes that like he will overcome everything to get what he what he wants and and to his goal and his goal was to come on survivor and he was just so fun, an amazing character. I really hope he sticks around for a while. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. And he was definitely one of the people I was like, man, this guy, you could probably put him in the wrestling ring, like actually him. <laughs> and he would, he would draw a crowd. He would pop the crowd. Honestly. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Bonnie, let us know if you have done yeah. uh, wrestling in your past at some point, like I wouldn't be shocked. You know, I'm just saying, and I have to say his cast photo. I know this isn't, it's a look with Bryce Isaiah, but I, like I'm, I'm seeing this like American flag tank top. I have similar uh, American flag tank tops. <laughs> so, okay. I don't know. Well, you have to have one for the 4th of July, Mari, right? Okay. Um, I'll so, take your word for it. I don't know. I just like, I like his his passion uh, for everything. I do too. And it's very digestible. Um, and yeah, like big golden, golden retriever energy in the best way very- possible, I would say. Very bad. All right, who do you have next, Matt? Who is up next but Jelinski? <laughs> oh my gosh, Jelinski. David Jelinski. <sighs> Jelinski. Jelinski was Don't a character on this episode for like kind of all of the wrong reasons. Talk mm-hmm. about getting like the dopey edit, the um the just not being aware of what's going on type of edit. Mm. I will say like for a first boot Jelinski delivered in like the storytelling aspect and he really <laughs> had me going throughout the episode like all, like bad gameplay aside <laughs> like oh my really gosh. bad gameplay yeah. aside he was very entertaining and him just clearly not knowing what was going on so for mm. me I said that he was heel Chad Gable because heel Chad Gable um thought he was the best like he he thought he was so good but he was always on the losing end he was always but he was delusional in thinking that he was still like a winner and that's kind of like Jelinski for me Jelinski <laughs> like um quit quits the the task and he's like even though I quit the task I I have an ally in Q meanwhile mm. Q was like no nah, we got to get him out uh yeah. Jelinski giving up his vote and then telling the whole tribe and the tribe was like Wait, what? Like, and him like, yeah, it makes sense. Even <laughs> to Jelinski being voted out, Jelinski Uh-oh. gets voted out, and in his um confessional at the end, he's like, "Yeah, this was a blindside. Um, I was completely blindsided." Jelinski, how are you blindsided when the whole tribal <laughs> council was you begging to stay, but also being being like almost like you know they like almost saying it like they had to get him out because he was like not a threat but like that it was a good move to get him out i'm like jelinski i mean it was amazing what did what did you think about jelinski (laughs) and why did you compare him to baron corbin because here's the thing (laughs) mari i just love your assessment of jelinski because i do feel like (laughs) let me just say before getting to baron corbin like 
he is Jelinski is so many people. Like I feel like so many fans would play like Jelinski, like going yeah. in, coming in really hot. Obviously, there's a lot to process. It's a very mm-hmm. overwhelming environment. It's not the same as watching the 90-minute episode and digesting it. So, like, I feel for Jelinski in that way. He got that twist yeah. where he was prompted to lie to Maria, <laughs> which I'm like, okay this is also not a great situation to be in. Then he brought that back to his tribe. Like it was all just like a domino effect and it It wasn't in his flow state yet. But I immediately, like when I rewatched the episode and saw him come up on my screen and heard his voice, I was like, that 100% is Baron Corbin because it's the deep (laughs) deep voice, Uh, but also like a little bumbling you know, and I also feel like he could take the L, right? Like Jelinski yeah. took that L so hard in this episode, but <laughs> yeah. I could also see a world where he is, you know, coming back stronger depending on the day. Like if he played a yeah. different season under the right circumstances with different people, even if his read of Q were just better, like he could do well in this game. That's the thing that's so wild to me about him being the first out. Like he's. I, I, I wouldn't have expected it, but here mm-hmm. we are. So Baron Corbin, you know, and I have Baron Corbin here in his King Corbin outfit because that's what we got with Jelinski. Like, he's a survivor legend. He's a yeah, game he thought, Yeah, He's one <laughs> of a kind. And, yeah. you know, I think, like, maybe one thing I would say about Survivor or any show is, like, don't ever say that. Don't ever say that. Don't ever yeah, don't. give the editors that because <laughs> yeah. it could be... He said it- what did he say? It would be iconic if I could um, get her out without having a vote or something like that. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. it, that sure. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I guess it would have been the other that. people getting her out, but alas, here we are. You yeah. know, but I mean, I do think it's like it's so interesting because he, yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. He's a lot. It was a lot of fun. He gave us a very it fun was very fun episode, especially with how it ended. So. I have to thank Jelinski for taking one on the chin for us here. Yeah, he can. He um, he compared himself to Shaggy, and I think it's an app comparison. <laughs> like Shaggy, like, oh, oh, Shaggy from Shaggy, Snoop, yeah, uh, from Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo. My mind yeah. went the Snoop Dogg, and then also the rapper Shaggy. But uh, <laughs> I could also see him comparing. The the only the only thing that wasn't shaggy like is he didn't like trip and fall into like actually figuring out what was going on. You know what I'm saying? That's the only that was the only thing that he was missing. So shout out to Jelinski for at least being very entertaining and very memorable, a very memorable first boot. (laughs) Uh, Just like Uh Like, like, like for Kenzie, sorry to you that you got stereotyped into the Daphne role. Come on, it's just the hair color. I know that's what I do all the time too, but yeah. <laughs> but next up, Kenzie. Is Kenzie, yes, well, great, great shout out. Kenzie is also on the same tribe as Jelinski and Banu, and I mean, and we're gonna get most of this tribe. This is the Yanu tribe, I believe, because they were the ones who lost. Um, mm. Were they the ones who? Yes, they were the ones. Yeah, duh. they're yeah, the ones well, who lost. Yeah. So we got the most story from them, mm-hmm. um, but. Kinsey herself, Kinsey was so personable. We immediately get a montage of her like making packs with everybody on the the tribe. She's so fun, so bubbly, but also you can tell there's like a strategic queen under there. So I personally compared her to Liv Morgan because Mm. 
I think Liv Morgan is very versatile. I believe that Liv Morgan um, is like a baby face of baby faces. Like no yeah. matter what Liv is doing, she always has the crowd behind her and she can connect with so many people. Liv Morgan has been in so many like different tag team uh, pairings and has had success in different tag team pairings. And that's kind of what Kinsey was giving me. Like Kinsey and Tiffany were a pair. Kinsey and Jelinski was a pair before mm. she had to like cut him off. Tiffany, uh, um, Kinsey and, um, and Q got along. Like Kinsey literally could get along with everybody in this tribe. Well, except for Jess, but she could really get along with everybody in her tribe. And she did a remarkable job. And I really think that she may go really far. Um, depending on um you know she doesn't get like uh twist screwed or anything like that i really enjoyed kinsey um as a castaway and as a character on this first episode how about you matt yeah you know what mari one thing i'll say is that for me kinsey like it was the ready to party stilettos on the tattoos all of that that i immediately picked up on and mm -hmm. So actually, I did think of and did consider like tagging in uh, the tag team. Speaking of teams, like you mentioned, Kaden Carter and Katana Chance, who are these like party mm. girls, like but also super athletic, just bring a lot to the table. I ultimately landed on the one only Shotzi Blackheart, like with the bright green hair, the tattoos, edgy, daring, daredevil type, um, also probably ready to party. I'm assuming who could, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, what, why not? I'm sure she, <laughs> so like, yeah. we actually landed in a very similar place with Liv and Shotzi. And I do feel like Kenzie's somewhere in between there. And, mm -hmm. you know, I have to say the very first person that I thought about, because I just like Jelinski will stereotype someone based on their hair color and their tattoos <laughs> <Wow>. is <laughs> I thought of Lita. Cause I'm like, Oh, red hair tattoos, but I'm hoping that Kenzie could pull out, uh, of, you know, all of the wins, the championships, like my fave, like my Hall of Fame mm -hmm. queen, Lita. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm going with Shotzi on this one. And I, I mean, I think the thing with Shotzi that's interesting is like, you never know. Where where are we going? Is she going to push ahead? Is she going to get the championship or or what? What's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. So, yes. Uh, loved Kenzie. Loved seeing her on this premiere. Who we got next? All right. Next up, Q. Which, Q. by the way, I'll start us out with Q just talking about him. You could go more mm -hmm. into his beats in the episode, but the first thing we got with him was that sweat challenge uh, with yes. the holes in the bucket, which, by the way, I thought to myself, why? That was messed up. The, hold these buckets together, maybe, you know, like cover oh. the holes together. That would have been know. smart. Yeah, But my mind, especially just with how driven he was and how committed he is and how chesty he is, Bobby Lashley, <laughs> Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley. it's just like the discipline of Bobby Lashley jumped out to me. I think, you know, that's an easy one for people to see, but it's interesting because uh -huh. you have the undertaker, which yeah, I want to I have the undertaker. Yes, yes, yes. Because um, <laughs> he he was very like company, like company man, toe the line, mm, like a uh, locker room leader, like uh -huh. you know wrestlers court. Like I thought, Q was like he he's almost very black and white too. Q is like, and where I'm from, if you quit, you're a quitter. I don't want you on my on my team. And it's it's very reminiscent of the Undertaker. 
Plus, to mm. me, Q kind of is acting like the backbone of the um, of the tribe, um, in a, in a way like he's like the leader. And again, it came off very Undertaker to me. He is the veteran. It feels yeah. like this this yeah. tribe. I I think he is the oldest person on the tribe. I'm not sure though. Um, or he gives off. He at least gives off those inner that that mm-hmm. energy. So I that's why I went with the the Undertaker for Q. If that makes sense. Yeah, and you know, I think again, two very solid choices. But yeah, Bobby Lashley, literally a, a veteran, also. So yes, yeah, no wrong, no wrong choice here with Q. And these are like two yeah. very strong, literally very strong um, Man, options yeah. for Q. I have and, to say, and Q is again also in a very good position with even within a tribe that lost. I I think he. He has the um, ability to go far depending on where the chips fall. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I would say about him is hopefully he doesn't uh, get bigger than his britches. You know, something yeah. you've seen people as someone who takes on that leadership role. That leadership role. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel clock. like I feel like he's able to like read people and understand people enough and and earn respect enough to sustain what he's doing in the game already. Yep. Next, Next up, Soda. Up, Soda. Oh, we have two very I, different picks here. I very different say. picks. I yeah. I <laughs> Soda to me was she was so bubbly and vibrant mm-hmm. and very like you know loud in a good way. Like she she talked about being a camp counselor. She was singing like songs and stuff, and yeah. it worked with some people. Uh, uh, you know, Hunter didn't mind it, but it you know she just has a very big personality and also she she started the fire and she's like very excited so i gave her nikki ash because Mm. nikki ash as the here the almost a superhero gimmick was the same way very exuberant baby face very excited uh very almost you know almost just too much you know a little too extra for some Mm. people in that gimmick and that's where soda could fall depending on um like who she's around but underneath all of that superhero gimmick and all of that for nikki ash nikki uh nikki uh cross is a good technical wrestler a very very good Mm. wrestler and that's what i got from soda soda was very vibrant very like you know, open and everything. But when she warns Venus through in the middle of the episode, you can see that there's a like a, a really good survivor player mm-hmm. under there too. So that's why I, I went with Nikki ASH. How did you get Nia Jax here? Okay, let me tell you. So with Soda, this was a very tough one for Soda, I have to say. So I saw Soda being like ready to play 100 um, percent mm-hmm. and she's so hype she's so hilarious has this unstoppable attitude like she's she's like she mentions crapping her pants which did remind me of <laughs> nia Jax when she damaged oh yeah 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 her whole the if whole, you remember yeah. that um, <laughs> famously but you know for me this is less nia Jax in character nia Jax is a huge heel and all mm-hmm. maybe it's a more baby face version version of nia Jax, more of a good guy but um i actually think this she kind of gives me a little bit more of like Nia Jax on total divas to an extent, just like goofing around, mm-hmm. riding around oh, on, the okay. little, on the little like scooter with uh, Alexa yeah. Bliss, I think. I don't, or maybe I'm yeah. making that up, but. No, no, no. A uh, very goofy. <laughs> Nia Jax is a, has a very goofy, it's funny. A fever dream. Yeah, yeah. Personality. Yeah. I see that. 
Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I, I you know, <laughs> Soda is so unique and one of a kind, but Nia Jax also has this pose, has a great sense of humor, um, all that stuff. Also, similarly, unstoppable and un the unstoppable force, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think there's a bad answer here, but uh, I, I, I might need I, I, I like might need answer. the audience to weigh in on this one. <laughs> I like your answer. <laughs> I like it. I'm All right, <laughs> next up. Who's next? Tevin. Tevin, the yeah. man. Tevin, mm -hmm. the the narrator of this episode. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. Tevin had me from jump from go. I mean, his voice is the first voice we hear. I was shooketh. Uh, I was shooketh at that intro, and his voice is amazing. Tevin, yeah. he said it himself. They won't know it until it's too late. This is my island. I, I loved so. Tevin. I gave I him Seth Rollins. Yes, I think he is just so versatile. With he can he can mm. truly truly. Um, get along with everybody everybody in his tribe he made instant connections with like Maria and Jelinski mm -hmm. when they went on that journey journey especially Maria it looks like him and Maria kind of really hit it off a little bit to me um, and then like just him being able to masterfully kind of just see where everybody's at I can't wait to see him play the game like fully fully like yeah. I really think this is one of those things where it's like it's kind of it might be his game to lose because people might start to realize mm. like, hey, everybody loves Tevin. I might need to get rid of Tevin so that I can win type thing because he's just so good. I think, like I said, Seth Rollins, just so versatile, um, very flashy with with mm. uh, he gets off that flashy and uh, um, flamboyant yeah. uh, vibes. I love Tevin so much. Yeah, I would say like uh, flamboyant's a good word. Uh, theatrical is the word. That theatrical, yes, because he's an actor. But, yes, but also he's so real and lovable yes. too. I do think he'll be really good at lowering his threat level to an extent, which I, yeah, also so. kind of reminds me a little bit of my pick, Tony Storm. Not in her current form. Now in her current form is timeless Tony Storm. If you're watching here, of course, on the YouTube, you're seeing her in black and white and just with all the dramatic looks, which I think speaks to Tevin's theatricality. But more than anything, Tony Storm for most of her career was so under the radar, even oh, though yeah. she had all of this within her just ready to like burst out. A lot so of talent. I, yeah. I think some of the looks just like when they cut to Tevin, I'm like, okay, good Tevin. That's a good look. Like you, you know, you're not yeah. looking too confident. You, you just, it's a little more like blank or, um, you know, just like the type of thing you want to give rather than putting all of your cards out on the table. Exactly. Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins is such a good comparison for Tevin. And with mm -hmm. both of them, whether it's timeless, Tony Storm or Seth Rollins, like, it's giving winner, Mari. It's giving. It winner. is. I I know. I want it so badly. I'm just. I'm just so worried that they'll they'll see Me it. Too. You know. Yeah. Me too. But you know what? I, I like. I think the best thing that Tevin could do, the thing that would just be so uh, fulfilling, would be yeah, let them see it and still manage to push through anyway. Because I think Tevin mm -hmm. could form the relationships and bonds where it won't even. Yes, like for a while matter. in the early game mm -hmm. where he'll be really under the radar. But yes, like I don't think it'll matter because there'll be people who have his back, who have his mm -hmm. back and, you know, help him get further because of those strong relationships. Plus, he's just such fun TV. Like 
get him bring Tevin to the end. I need Tevin. Uh, sorry, bring Tevin to the end. No, give Tevin the win is what I meant. Uh, yeah, I, I need I need that so badly. I know. Ooh. And next up, Tiffany. Tiffany which I mean, high praise, high praise. Tiffany, she had a big standout role here in the first episode as well. She found the hidden immunity idol, but it wasn't the hidden immunity idol. It's the beware advantage idol, technically. Mm-hmm. And so she got the beware advantage. She says you. It says you can't vote until you lose. You know it, and then you, you can't vote. You've lost mm-hmm. your vote. But mm-hmm. um, once you lose the first immunity challenge, come back here and we'll give you more ex- instructions because there's a box with a lock on it. So they lo- they lose. She goes to the box with the lock. It's like, okay, now she has to decipher a, a code, then find the keys to the box. Tiffany did so much in this. And yeah. um, Kinsey unless, had her back. A lesser person wouldn't have been able to de- decipher that code. She was like a beautiful yeah. mind. There. Like yes, and everything about her that self-taught, successful yes. artist, hustler, Art hustler. Yep, it was so clearly on this. Like the excellence, Mari, the excellence, yes. right? The yes, the excellence was in the room, and so I think we both went with the same thought process. Tiffany, for me, I said Bianca Belair because it was just a hustle, the natural talent of it all. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, Bianca is, was naturally talented. She did not. Uh, first think she was going to be a wrestler and then she was discovered and just was just taken to the moon because of her natural talent and that's what how tiffany is with her art tiffany discovering art and then her art being everywhere her her tenacity Mm. just reminds me so much of bianca and being able to break that code and everything to earn her vote before tribal council and have the idol and have a strong alliance backing her it was amazing yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And the, like, like you said, the EST, the toughest, the roughest, the strongest, the yeah. all the things. We're gonna see it. We're gonna see it. I'm just so thrilled that Tiffany could have such a strong episode. But I went with the one and only Sasha Banks, Mercedes yeah. Monet, because like that's what Tiffany is. Like, I, like low key. Mm-hmm. I know that when people think of an artist, they're like, okay, starving artist. But mm. I bet that Tiffany has millions based on her <laughs> art because look at yeah, her. her. She probably designed so nice. this yeah. shirt she's wearing. Yeah, in her photo. She probably like she's. You could see her being incredibly successful. And actually, I'm really excited to see what post Survivor looks like for her because she seems Me to too. have all of those skills. Just like I was really excited to see what post WWE looked like for Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, and. You know, everything you said about Tiffany applies when it comes to Sasha, but I just Mm -hmm. think it's that, you know, that confidence, that unstoppable confidence, unstoppable confidence in who she is. Um, And then just the ability to deliver, like to build a brand, to build these businesses, like, please. But these, like Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, I don't know if we could have chosen- it, it, it <laughs> like, completely separately i don't think we could have chosen two better people we would have probably chosen these two if we sat down together to figure out who our picks are exactly exactly so shout out to tiffany um and finally the this last. is our last one right venus yeah. i liked venus in this episode even though like her mm. her storyline was kind of like smaller just because again her tribe they they um they won. They kept winning. So, um, but for me, 
<laughs> Venus was so funny because Venus was like, oh, I got called a princess. I'm on the bottom. And then she starts like scrambling for the idol. It was so funny to me because I love her enthusiasm and stuff like that. But I'm also like a little worried for her because she kind of feels like, like kind of green to Survivor in a sense like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can make yourself a target if you assume you're a target type thing. So mm. I went with Tiffany Stratton, somebody okay. who is newer to the main roster. She's She just came up from NXT, but who has so much potential, mm. like who has so much potential to be a great superstar and who is simultaneously underrated and overrated. Um, mm. I, 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 yeah, I, that's why I picked Tiffany Stratton for her because I think Venus showed great tenacity and, and she did show some like really good game mind while also might maybe making a few mistakes, but also just like automatically being compared to Parvati. It's, it's getting so old, like men yeah. automatically see a, a cute girl who is intelligent and is like, oh, she's, she's going to be Parvati. Like calm mm -hmm. down. Like give give Venus a chance to show you who she is, and I love that Soda was able to realize that and back Venus up. So I think Venus has the potential to do really good things in this game, and I think she knows she'll know who to trust going forward. I you. I love that. I think that explanation's strong. What mm -hmm. I, what I especially see in Venus. Again, so much of what you mentioned about her perception and how she's yes, responding perception to versus reality, kind of. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's but the thing I also really gravitate to is that she's okay with being sneaky and dealing with the repercussions yes. later. You know, yeah. which I feel like is textbook Carmela, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the princess of Staten Island, like yeah. <laughs> from one princess to another. I think it lines up perfectly, mm -hmm. and. I could also imagine Carmella being perceived as a threat and perceived in a certain way. I mean, Carmella also very visibly, like in this picture that's here, she's wearing the cow print, Mari. So I'm just <laughs> saying, like, how could you miss that? But she mm -hmm. could still push through Carmella, uh, former Miss Money in the Bank. We, yes. we've, we've seen her do so much and do it all, right? So mm -hmm. I think that... Carmella is a great pick, not as green and new, but just being willing to like go out there and do it. And I think yeah. what Carmella would do, Venus will leave her mark on this game one way or the other. Like she's already doing it. Just that attitude. Yeah. Is doing it. Um, I, I think it's a big question of like who might choose to pick, try to pick her off. Mm -hmm. In the face of that, we're already seeing some of that, which isn't a great sign for her longevity. But, you know, she might be able to, you know, take out some people who are coming for her, which yeah, it, I feel like this is going to work out. What Carmella and Tiffany Stratton and Venus all have in common is that cutthroatness. Like mm. they are, they are beautiful packages, but they have that cutthroatness that they are willing to do whatever to, to win. And I love that for me. Like, I love that for her. So um, I think these are, are two really good picks and Matt, I am so glad that we got to do this. This was so much fun. If everybody, you know, we only wanted to do just a few of the big characters here again, just celebrate survivor and wrestling um, together. And I mean, give you just, a, a quick little segment. This was so fun, Matt. I I loved I love doing this. What what do you you think? I love it. I always feel like it's nice when we lean into our strengths. You know, just yes. about a month ago, we did the Royal Rumble um, to or boot, the kind of like yeah. look of people's <laughs> looks, which is really yes. fun. And I do also think it's just so fun because 
we know these wrestling characters so well. Yeah. And we're just getting to know these Survivor players so well. And like there are, I mean, we only did like le- less than half the cast, right? Yeah, so like there are so many other people we can compare to, but I feel like this was so solid. And also like what we picked up on, Mari, like there was some psychic. Yeah, there's some. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just saying, I don't know. I think that uh, there's something to it. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see these players continue to play like the wrestlers that we identified. Exactly. And if you love hearing our wrestling takes and our wrestling analysis from like a, 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 a different point of view, like this is what we bring to our wrestling show. Definitely come and check us out over on the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. Again, you can listen wherever you get your podcast by going to robhaswebsite.com slash wrestling feed, or you can catch us on our new YouTube, YouTube page, youtube.com slash at wrestling rehab up. Matt, mm. Tell the people where they can find you and what you've been up to. Yeah. Follow me on the social medias, media at Matt Scott GW. And other than the wrestling wrap up, you know, I've been up to a few things, a few things recently. Mm-hmm. One of them is that I wrapped up my season of the show Pod Friends here on RHAP. Check that out. Subscribe. Robhiswebsite.com slash Pod Friends feed. And the thing I love about Pod Friends is you could just go back and listen to an episode from a week ago, from a month ago, from a year ago, a couple years ago, and just still like enjoy the conversation. I personally, I'm even enjoying doing some of that to remind myself of some of the conversations, Uh, but check that out and make sure that you follow pod friends at Hey pod friends on Twitter, because I'm going to try to post some of the survivor Um, interviews that I've done or interviews with former survivors over the course of the season over there on Twitter. So check that out. I just, of course, posted the season finale that we did with Dwight Moore Jr., but there are so many others from the archives of Pod Friends that I'm going to go back and listen to, but I hope that you um, either listen to again or check out for the first time. But Mari, what have you been up to? So, of course, me and Sarah Carradine bring True Crime Tuesdays to RHAP over on the Crime Scene Podcast. Yes, Rob has a podcast network, has a a true crime podcast. You can check us out by going to robhasawebsite.com slash crime feed in order to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. And of course, every day is a party over at the recap kickback where me Mm -hmm. and Chappelle just wrapped up our um, February coverage of top five. Uh, We were doing like black media, black movies. Um, We had so much fun talking about the top five black romances, top five black sitcoms. Um, Go support support Chappelle by going to recapkickback.com and subscribing wherever you get your podcast as Mm. well. So if you haven't already, go follow the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast on Twitter by going to at Wrestling Rehab Up on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two like the number two. You can follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Scott GW. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can join our official, unofficial Facebook group, the Job Has a Squadcast uh, Facebook group. We're having so much fun over there. Um, yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot happening. There's a lot going on, and this is the best time to join the Patreon. You can go to the RHAP Patreon by going to patreon.com slash RHAP. I mean, it's the beginning of the Survivor's season, so you're going to get Patreon exclusive, Patreon games, Patreon 5 for 5s. This is the time, just like any. So other than that, um, remember, wrestling is for everybody, but not all wrestling is for everyone. 
We'll see you on our new YouTube page. Bye. Come up, lay it down, just like Matt Amari. Wrestling liver half up's gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving the Ferraris. And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party. Mula Rick Flair, huh? Showing out like Bianca Belair, huh? Best podcast, fuck shit in the air, huh? From the rings and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw them up, lay it down, just like Matt Amari. Wrestling liver half up's gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving the Ferraris. And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party.